Well, here comes our final episode in our Getting Started series. Getting started with group discipleship. And uh, hey, how about those new uh, opening uh, opening tunes there? Special thanks for my buddy Matt Timmons putting that together for all of us. Uh, really thought it turned out fantastic. But uh, we've been talking about how when you make disciples of individuals, it really helps to bring them back into a group setting to be disciples alongside of each other. And the big four that you want to get started with is uh, discipleship, multiplication, mission, and community. In other words, getting started with relationships of bringing people together. And this episode here is either going to be least relevant to you or most relevant. Least relevant in the sense that if you already have solid relationships in place and you already know these people, then maybe you're just kind of skipping over this one. But it could be most relevant in that oftentimes the way groups of disciples come together is through some kind of church registration. You pass the clipboard, you send out a sign-up link, and a bunch of people decide, yeah, I'd like to be a part of a group setting where we grow together in Jesus. And, uh, you know, from the church standpoint, sometimes we sell this thing like all you got to do is sign up and then spiritual intimacy and meaningful interconnected growth is going to happen right away. And the fact of the matter is your first gathering feels like a bunch of strangers who are uncomfortable and don't know each other. Where do you go from there? Okay, so if you're in that situation, this is, well, some tips that are going to help you. Number one, uh, instead of just giving people your address and the first time that they're supposed to meet at that address, why not say, hey, after the church service this Sunday, I'm going to be hanging out next to the, the coffee area or by the front door. Why don't you meet me over there and just say hi? You would not believe how reassuring that is for someone to, to, to actually have a face and to be able to have a conversation before they knock on your door of a person they've never met. Okay, so first of all, meet up uh, before the first gathering on neutral kind of grounds. Uh, secondly, you could plan a classic icebreaker when you get there. And if you're not into the classic icebreakers, you, you still got to do something to get everyone's name, their family, and, and what they do. Those are kind of the big ones that you want to put out there. But add another question on top of that, something that gives them the chance to reveal a little bit about themselves. I appreciate it if it's a little bit of a spiritually directed question. Um, for example, why did Jesus have you sign up to be a part of this group? Or if that kind of terms might be a little bit ahead of the game for some of them. Maybe it's, uh, what are you hoping to get out of being here? Have you ever been a part of something like this? What do you expect while you're here? Something to that effect so that they can give little bits and pieces of where they're at with Jesus, why Jesus is pulling them in. And at the same time, it wasn't so point blank directed that you're asking everyone to tell their story, their whole life story in Jesus. But here's my third bit of advice. Do tell everyone, we want to hear your life story with Jesus. One of the things that is super, super helpful, if every week one person is in charge of giving the longer version of their God story, and it can be broken in three parts, what was like before Jesus, what was like after Jesus, 
or and what was the turning point for you that helped you find Jesus or something to the effect of just where are you at in all of that maybe you haven't chosen Jesus yet have one person do that every week have someone volunteer for the next week and they get three minutes five minutes ten however long it takes to share their their faith story man that does so much for a community and for relationships when everyone sees yeah I we all have a journey I know yours you know mine that's what makes these relationships different than just people we enjoy and want to be around. Okay, fourth tip, explain that these gatherings are about discussion. It's not you as the leader who's going to facilitate it. Fifth, explain that transparency and confidentiality have to go together in these gatherings. That's what it takes for relationships to take place. I mean, a lot of this stuff just got covered in the ground rules episode that we talked about. Uh, but sixth and finally, to make sure you get started with relationships, I would encourage you to make a connect between each of those first gatherings. Okay, so don't wait to the next setting. Don't just send out another email. Drop them a text. Give them a phone call. Say, I appreciate what you shared about this, or I've been praying for you about that. I can't wait to learn more about your story when you started to go towards this. Just a little bit of a line like that to say, I'm interested in your life and what's going on inside. Tells them that they're known. Tells them that their story is wanted. And they come back ready to share more. And they also get the posture of, oh, that's just what you do for people in these group settings. And so naturally, I hope that they turn to that for someone else. You're getting started with discipleship multiplication, mission, and community through these relationships now. Those are the big starters in getting going in group discipleship.